Hello, everyone. This is Gruesome Herzog. My special guest tonight is Vito Trabuco. How you doing, Vito? Good, good, Gruesome. How are you? Wonderful. Uh, I want to thank you for coming on my lovely old podcast. No, thanks. Thanks a lot, for I really appreciate it. Yep, the main reason we have you on here, which we're going to talk about a little later on, but uh, I'm very interested in the Bloody Bloody Bible Camp. But if you yeah. want, we can start with one of your first films, uh, B-Movie, The Shooting of the Farmhouse Massacre <laughs> in 2002. Oh, um, okay, great. Um, that's, that's kind of nuts you bring that one up. Um, we, uh, it was honestly, it's, it's like really the first thing I ever did. Um, I actually made that when I was living in Florida. I was living in California at the time. Um, and I was, um, still to this day, um, Shelby McIntyre, who co wrote Bloody Bloody Bobby Camp with me, uh, was in Slices. My brother Joe was in Slices. Like, we, some part of Slices, not the movie. Uh, and we had, um, and so we had a lot of things I can still talk to, but it's the very first, Venture, we went out and did. I'm not even really the director. It's it's, it's about as improv as you can get. I, I, in my opinion, it was actually pretty funny, and that's how we kind of got started. Well, see, the thing about that's funny you said that. I talked to a lot of people, and they say the same thing. You know, when you're restricted to a certain budget, you have to almost mm-hmm. make it. You have to almost make it funny because if you don't, it's gonna yeah. look, it's, it's gonna look really bad. Yeah. I agree. My, that's 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 my main thing. I go the whole way through. Up even bloody bloody. I, I mean, it's it's easy. It's not easier, but it's better. I think to make them laugh when they're not seeing any blood or girls or anything like that. Right. Okay. Now your next one. Oh, well, actually, there's one before that, but I'm gonna stick with the horror genre. Uh, Night okay. Demons in 2004. Now I know you won an award. Now what's that all about? Oh, uh, we had a couple of months over there in Florida, and uh, we uh, we just we just pretty much were getting in at, at that time. Me personally, I was just trying to get in a lot in the war movies. And um, the producer of the film had a short story that uh, his father at, was friends with somebody who was uh, was in Vietnam. He wrote a short story of, of of a real experience, and so we went ahead and just kind of I mean, we literally nickel and dimed everything we could together. But we wanted to shoot on film. We wanted to look. Very, you know, 60s, and, and we really wanted to give it like a really, kind of, it was a Vietnam film, but we wanted to shoot it like a horror film. And, uh, with, with the angles and lenses and the music and everything, we really wanted, uh, to make it feel like a horror film. So we scraped it together, we shot these swamps in Florida, and I, I it's, yeah, I mean, a lot of people love it, love it to, to this day, and I, I mean, it really worked out pretty well. And it played a lot in Florida, and we won a few film festivals down there, and, uh, yeah, it was the last thing, uh, we got to make living there. You know, it's funny. Um, I see it on a lot of, a lot of uh, directors and actors. They have these shorts. Now, I know a lot of the shorts are hard to come by, but I got mm-hmm. my fr- I got my first one sent to me last week. Uh, it's called Kill Devil Hill. You know, it's 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 a, it's, mm-hmm. an ex- it's an experience to watch a movie. It's only twelve minutes because it it it, <laughs> it, it, it gets to the story real quick. But yeah. by, by it being that quick and quick to the point. There's more chances of it being fresh in your mind, and it makes you think. So, damn, what did I just see? It's it's a weird feeling. Yeah, it is. It, it, it's it's completely different than a full feature. I didn't really understand that actually until the Bible thing I made really, and uh, just the whole experience of making it, and watching it. It's just uh, the whole yeah, uh, short films are definitely a whole different whole different genre in my opinion too. It's it's neat. I'm getting into that. You know, of course, I like the full features too. Of course, but yeah, that's for that. <laughs> definitely. Now, your but next- I mean, my thing was, you know, was at that time 
I mean, I mean she'd be movie, and, and that, I mean, I, I don't know, uh, maybe a couple thousand dollars feature, and we really wanted to talk to Anne, and we loved doing goofy stuff, but we really wanted to become good filmmakers, so that's how we just started, I mean, my main objective was I wanted to learn film, I wanted to learn, like, everything from it, from just the camera, to lighting, and everything. So we wanted to get into the film really hard, and that's why we went ahead and started doing these short films, just so we could have some kind of production value behind it. Exactly, and that's how you really get yourself started. I mean, anybody who would try to make a movie, a full-length movie, they really almost have to have the money, you know, have the skill, mm -hmm. have the skilled people to do it. Because if you try to make a full-length movie and you don't quite have the funds, it kind of it can it can break or make you basically. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it's a gamble, and when you're, when you're walking the line with the money a little bit, such an extra added bit of stress that you really don't need there. Now, your next short, 2005, interested. Hooligans Valley. Yes, that's the very first thing we made. We moved up to, uh, to California, and um, we had uh, Shelby fly on out, uh, my buddy, buddy co-writer, and we just it was actually... I will say it's my favorite thing I've ever done. It was Hooligans Valley, definitely. Um, a lot of people don't like it, I guess, I don't know, but it's not the best received, but it's my favorite thing I've ever done. Absolutely. And it's sort of, to me, it's kind of like a, like a little bit of a, a march to old 60s, Ray Jordan films. Yeah. You know, people are, yeah, it's, it's a matter of taste. I mean, really, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a big slasher guy, I'm a big gore guy, you know. It just, yeah. it just, you know, I can deal with haunted, haunted house movies as well. It just depends on, you know, <laughs> you know, what I mean, it just, there, yeah. there's a way to do it, not to do it. Now, the one that I'm anxious to see, also, um, I was doing some research on it. It's called Slices in 2008. Well, yeah, Slices is, um, I, it was just a really, it's one of the funniest times I think I've ever had doing it, and um, the happened was. At that time, uh, me, me and uh, a couple of the guys that were all involved in Slices were involved in a previous project that we just ended up not really going through with, and um, I, just, I really wanted to really get something done when you shoot anything. I knew I had no money. We actually walked away from a film that I actually had money. But I'm, I'm broke as hell. We have no money to make a movie you know, again, and we're just like, let's, we still have to you know, do something together. We really had a, a nice little group of guys that we did it with, and... And so everyone kind of, we just wanted to do a little anthology film, and everyone kind of just takes control of their own segment and, and then put it together from there. So, I mean, it was, it was one of the best times, though, getting to work on everybody's short, in, in a sense, everyone's short. Right. Now, um, yeah, I was checking it out. It has a, it has a neat uh, DVD cover. Now, there, there is two versions. Is, there unrated, is it just one, unrated version only? Is that how that works? Uh, as far as it's out there, yes. It's, it's the only one that can be, that can be bought, the unrated one, yes. Okay, well, I don't want to hold up anymore. This is what I'm really interested in. I, I, know, <laughs> I know it's going to be delayed for a little while now, but I've been, you know, I'm, a, I'm on the fan page of yours. I keep track. But Bloody Bloody Bible Camp. Talk to me. Oh, uh, yes, yeah, yeah. It's not too delayed. Like I said, we're looking at an April premiere. I, I'm, I'm really, I really can't say where we're going to play it yet, but uh, that, that's the... Uh, the month in, in, in that we're looking for is April of, of this upcoming year. So um, that's what we're aiming for. But, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, we're really, we're really excited about it. We're real pumped. Uh, it really turned out good. And we, it, was, it was a really low-budget film, and, and we're still paying for it in a sense. And, uh, but it just, I mean, it just really fell in the place well. And even 
when things could have gone wrong, they ended up just working out better than they were originally planned. And there is a nice cast. Um, I'm going to save the, yeah. I'm going to save you know who for last. Okay. I hope he listens to this because I'm, I'm going to give him an earful. But you posted on Facebook. I don't know about a week ago or so, and I guess people are wondering why you casted Ron Jeremy as Jesus. Honestly. That couldn't have been a that couldn't be a better person for a horror movie <laughs> to pick. Uh, well, an interesting story with that though is um, we, uh, this has been this honestly this movie was written back in two thousand three right after we got done completing the movie. Shelby and I just really had the same sense of humor on 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 goofy movies, and so we wrote that together pretty quickly. So we've been trying to to make it for a long time. So when we wanted to make our Jesus, the whole time I wanted to get Paul Rubens. TV Herman. Okay. And that was always my Jesus in, in my mind. And, you know, my walk, he just blows up as soon as we go into pre-production. <laughs> and, uh, and it just so happens that Shelby, uh, recently became, uh, friends with Ron. And, uh, that was, that Ron's name just popped in my mind. I was like, you gotta ask Ron if we'll do it. And, and he said yes. And that's, yeah, it's one of the best castings that I, at least I think I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the next the next person you have is a veteran of the horror genre, and I met yeah. him at the Horror Find in Gettysburg last month. But he's also a writer. Oh, okay. He's also a writer, correct, Reggie Bannister? Yes, yes. Um, Reggie actually. Um, well, uh, Shelby and I wrote the the script, and then whenever we uh, started collaborating with the Bannisters, he started. He really started just taking this is what we wanted. We wanted everyone to kind of take ownership of the character and do different things with it, and. Um, Reggie just took over his father Cummings character and just started doing a lot of rewrites and we probably went back and forth and did six or seven times. So it was a, it was a really good experience doing it with him though. I mean, that, that was the kind of stuff that, you know, you always, you remember. It was, it was really cool. It was very cool. And, yep, and your next actress, Betty, who I think is phenomenal actress, Alyssa Dowling. Good choice. Yeah. She got, um, I didn't know Alyssa. She was suggested to me by Jeff Dylan Graham and Marcus Cook, the special effects artist. And I've never met her, and we just talked on the phone like one time, but we really got along. She was really funny, and that was the main thing. That was how I wanted to cast it. Um, you know, you gotta love what we're doing. The title kind of says it all, but you gotta be funny. Uh, my main, my two big things I wanted, I wanted everyone to be funny, and I wanted the women, even though, uh, I just, I wanted, I wanted the women all to be, all to be like natural looking. Even though we were trying to do the 80s thing and I, I could have went for the whole blonde bimbo everywhere in it. But I wanted every girl to be attractive and sexy but not to have a super fake look and, and just have, even though personally I, I have no problem with that. Right. But just with the movie itself I kind of wanted to keep that kind of look and I just, I just love the, all the girls' looks and, and they all had a really crazy sense of humor. Every one of them did. And she came up with so much stuff on the spot and it was just, it was, it was really, it was really funny. She was like, she was really funny. Okay. Now, honestly, this next person I'm going to mention, I've never heard her name before, but I'm intrigued. Uh, if I can say her name right, Yvette Corvea. Is that how that's pronounced? Yvette Corvea, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah it's, that's, she looks familiar, but like I said, I'm not, you know, how did you ever come across her? Shelby suggested her after he watched uh, a movie she just did called Run Bitch Run. And wait, wait, wait. Oh, I'm an idiot. That's where I know. Ah. I saw that. Oh, God. 
she was phenomenal. Yeah, she's from she that. phenomenal in there. I've seen that movie. I have that movie. Oh, what an idiot. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah, I watched it. So Shelby told me to watch it, and I watched it, and, and, and he was like, oh, I really, I really love her, because we, it was written where it was, she was, I think she was a white girl, the, the original uh, character that she played, and we kind of wanted to give her a little more flavor to the movie, so we really liked her look, and she was a really good actress, so we, uh, so when we watched the movie, I thought she was the casting director, too, and I was like, oh, okay, this is great, so we met her, she lives not far from me, actually, here in L.A., and, and I met, met with her, and uh, Chris Maparo, the uh, executive producer, myself, met her, and uh, yeah, she was, she was really cool, really oh. cool girl, and she was on board at the very beginning. What a dope. You know, <laughs> she, was from, she was phenomenal in that movie, oh my God. Good yeah, God. yeah, she's definitely crazy. Oh, jeez, excellent. Now, i got to mention it's punk, okay? <laughs> Chris, Chris, I hope you're listening to this podcast, okay? I hope you listen to it. But you are, oh, yeah. You are a Dallas Cowboy punk. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we Chris, saw yesterday, and he's Chris, talking about it. Oh, uh, Chris Davisky, Mr. Skunk in the movie. You know, funny story about Chris. You know, um, on Facebook, he was jabbing you about the Steelers. Now, as you know, you're a Steeler fan, and I'm a diehard Steeler yeah. fan. Yeah, and you know me. You seen I started attacking him, not attacking him, but having some fun with him. And uh, I said, "Hey, if you got the balls, give me a call." All right. Well, last Thursday I was at work. I was on lunch, and damn it, if he didn't call me, <laughs> oh. Chris is a cool dude. He is so cool. Yeah. Um, as a matter you know, of fact, he, he, yeah, he definitely is. As a matter of fact, he's coming on tomorrow night. Um, we're going to have an interview with him, but that's going to be fun. Now, he said to oh, me... Oh, yeah, you got to get him. you got to get him tomorrow night, then. He said to me, he said, <laughs> don't be surprised if I start bashing your Steelers on the podcast. I said, Chris, you forget one thing. I can edit what you say. Yeah. <laughs> he was quiet there. For, I don't care. It's all fun, but he's a cool dude. I can't wait to talk to him. Yeah, he, he's very cool, and he, uh, he actually... Um, Meeting him was, was just, it was, just, it was very weird how it worked out. He, um, he was just, they were working on the film, he was suggested to us by, by the Bannisters, and, uh, he came on and worked, and we had an actor that didn't show up for stuff. And, I, and, and you know, I, 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 I'm banging my head around, I'm like, oh my god, what am I gonna do, what am I gonna do? And, uh, I, you know, I'm, I, actually, I'm just looking around, and I was like, hey, do you wanna try this? And he just, as soon as he did, I mean, he was, he never read the script. Until that day, he had to do his first thing with skunk. So I'm a little freaked out, nervous, and, and we get to him. He's looking at it, he's laughing. He's like, yeah, I can do this, I can do this. And we didn't think, we didn't really know. And, and, and Reggie comes up to me, and he was like, Chris is a really good actress. I think you're going to be surprised. And I was like, cool. I, I didn't know. I was just there figuring across. And he came on and did his first take, and, and everybody, even the guys he was acting with, with Reggie, David Hayes, everybody that was in that scene with him, everyone's laughing. He, he was just completely insane. And, I, and when I'm talking to him, hanging out, he was nothing like that. He was nothing like this at all. He was this normal guy. And the second he started acting, I, I've never seen I, I, I had no idea it was coming, but he was definitely out of nowhere. He stepped on day of the shoot, and I've been, been good friends with Chris since then. That's awesome. I know. He tell you what, you know, <laughs> he is so cool. To, I mean, it's, it's, he's neat to talk to because he's really intelligent, and he knows his football. I texted him yesterday. I said, Man, I said, sorry, dude, but that was a bad loss by Dallas yesterday. He goes, I know. He, yeah. he had a signing yesterday for one of his movies coming out or wherever it was. He goes, I'm going to watch yeah. it later on. I said, dude, prepare yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help myself. Yeah. You know, I could have bashed him, but I didn't. 
<laughs> yeah, it's some dark times the Cowboys are going to be going into soon. Yeah. So, going downhill. Well, <laughs> because you know what? What we're going to do after Bloody Light Battle Camp, is, well, now we have to get it done. Uh, we're, we're working on, on April as far as our, our, our release date. Mm-hmm. So, um, we actually, um, Christopher, Maparo, and myself, we actually just got done uh, producing um, another comedy exploitation horror for, for another uh, guy named Lance Poland. Uh, called uh, uh, called Crack Horror, and it's just another far out goofy goofy movie. And uh, so uh, Chris and I just got done producing that with with Lance, and um, we're actually getting gearing up. Uh, Chris from and myself are uh, getting ready to uh, to film again this uh, November, and uh, I guess I should say next month on on a, on a new feature, and uh, some of the same uh, bloody bloody uh, cast is going to be involved. Sweet. Now, is that going to be filmed in the California area? Uh, yeah, usually we stay around California, yeah. Yeah, you suck. Yeah, we're, 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 we have a thing that we're trying to get going that might be a little bit of traveling, but yeah, I usually like to stay somewhat local. Mm-hmm. You never know. Yeah, you never know. Hey, you know what? I want to thank you for coming on. Um, but well, we're... thank you. Thank you for coming. It was really cool. Very cool. <laughs> Yeah, well, I can't wait to really listen to the other podcast too. Oh so. boy! Tell you what, I, you know, you'll hear it. I go off. I hate the Baltimore <laughs> Ravens with a passion. I cannot stand Joe Fluco. I call him Fluco because he's a uh, fluke. he's a fluke. Yeah, no, I, I, absolutely. But I just didn't either a little guy over there or something. But yeah, yeah, like yeah. I can't wait to hear that. <laughs> I got a new fan. Are you going to follow Absolutely. me? Absolutely, I'm definitely a fan of your of your Steeler podcast. But no, Chris, thanks a lot for uh, I really appreciate it. And definitely plug Bloody Blade Battle Camp. But we actually think this is, you know, we wouldn't actually be so behind it, but everyone, including you know, Tim Sullivan and Reggie Banister, and everyone's like just getting behind it because I mean, it's just like I said, it, just, it seemed like it actually worked. And now it's all about if we can just edit this correctly, the best way we can, and we really. We really push it out there. I, I, I think we might have a little gem on our hands. So, yeah, I appreciate letting us come out here and talk about it. Really no cool. problem. Um, I came across somebody reviewing a movie the other day, okay? Now, <clears throat> when you're like you now, now that I'm talking to you, I feel um, partial to you. Now, what I mean is when I, right. see, when I see your movies, okay? See, now... It's hard for me to deal with idiots who don't understand a movie business. Um, if you got $30,000 to spend to make a movie, okay, it's not going to be extravagant. Because you, it's, right. it's, you don't have the money to do it. Okay, so you do the best that you can for the amount of money that you have to spend. And if you got some asshole who gives it a 0 out of 10, then you're a complete fucking idiot. <laughs> Okay, you're an idiot because if you understand a movie business, you're not going to stand there and give a score zero out of ten. Yeah, it's kind of boring. And what, dude? Obviously, you have no clue about how to review a movie because you have to base your opinion on how on what the what was available for them to make the movie. That's what I have to say. About yeah, it. and, it, and, and, I, and I'm pretty good with it too. You know, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's you know, whenever you have your your diehards watch it, they can forgive anything. You know, they just entertain them, and, and that's it. And and you're going to have people who, if you really promote your movie good, and you do a great job promoting your movie, which is something that I that we get to learn for slices. We really learn a lot about movie promotions, and um, 
we getting it out there, and we start crossing the line a little bit, and, and, and a lot of people just start picking it up and buying it. Then it's pretty much inevitable you're going to get a you're going to get a thrashing at times. Um, that's the one great thing about Bloody Light Battle Camp. I think we I think we kind of hit it right. You know, Slices was a lot. It was just a, it, was a, it was a cheap movie, and, and and I mean some of it you can tell there's some people who kicked ass in it, right. and unfortunately some didn't, and some of it can be shown and and everything. So yeah, that's kind of how the reviews went for it too. A couple people would say really good things about it. There were, there are a few more that were really that were a lot more you know harsh on it. So right. you know, but you know, people have to understand if you want to get in the business of being a critic, then you really need to do your homework. That's I mean, I am no expert. I've only been doing this for eight weeks. Okay, literally, <laughs> literally put my stuff out there. You know, I am no professional. I mean, I am no expert. But you know, you have to have common sense. Seriously, I mean. Right. Nothing. No, understand. If there's a movie that I watch and the acting is completely bad, I mean everybody, then then maybe I will give it a zero. Or no, I don't give any zeros. Yeah, up. no, I know what you're saying. No, there, there, I mean that's, nothing that's, ever a yeah, zero. It's done. Right. Yeah, you get it done. That's what. I'll get a one or two. Uh, one or two. <laughs> I won't go zero. Cause that, that's just disrespectful. I mean, I mean, it's still an effort. But anyways, that's what I have to say about that. And I'm huh? a matter of someone's opinion. But I'm a right. die, I'm a diehard independent film guy. That's just just the way it is. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, I have to. You have to keep an open mind. You know, it's, it's you know, and, and, and the thing is, it, I, I I mean, I I think even though most filmmakers act like they hate, I kind of sometimes like getting a bashing a little bit, because mm-hmm. um, it kind of it does keep you honest and and it forces you to get better. You know, I mean. If Slices would have came out with rave reviews and people would have bought it and all kinds of... I mean, then yeah, I would have got complacent. You, you, you'd lose any bit of hunger you have. You always went out and do yourself. And after Bloody Bloody comes out, we're going to out and we're going to went out and do that. Right. But that, you know, I, 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 sometimes I kind of like it. I like hearing it. But uh, sometimes I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for coming on again. I really appreciate it. Uh, keep in touch. Okay? Awesome. Thank you. Thank you a lot, very much. And I really appreciate it. I'd love to do it again when the movie comes out. If you watch it. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's definitely what we're going to do. Because that way I can, we can relate. You know, I can, I can criticize you honestly. No, I'm just kidding. There's so much stuff. I, I, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, there's just so much stuff I'd love to talk about with the movie. But oh, it'd no. be just, you know, it'd go on forever. And then I'd love for you to watch it and, and then get a sense. Cause it was just a great experience from, from just how long it took us to make it to the making of it. And the people we met and how it all worked out—it's just—it's just so much, just great stuff. How it worked, how it works. So, um, yeah, I look forward to coming on again, definitely. Yeah, because when when the movie is finished, obviously you're probably going to send me a, a screener or what doesn't matter, yeah. so I can re- review it. But um, if you want, when the time comes, you can uh, mention to some of the cast members if they're interested in coming on with you. You know, like a like a two way. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, oh keep it Picture you, Chris, and me at one time. Oh my God! That could get ugly. That one could get ugly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Chris, Chris, if you, uh, Chris, if you hear this, I love you, brother. Okay, you know you're a Dallas Cowboy. We love you. We'll have to all get drunk while we're while we're recording this one yeah, or something. <laughs> all right, buddy. Thanks a lot for coming on. Um, all right, Chris. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I will right. definitely talk with you soon. All right. Take care, buddy. All right. You too. Take care. Bye. Bye.